What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 576 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. All right, here's today's question from Alexia. Hi, Pat. My name is Alexia Clemsey, and I run Capitalize Social. We do social media marketing for our clients. I have a question about email marketing and which programs to use. Now, I've heard you have an episode on ConvertKit, and that looks really great. But I also looked back and listened to SBI 159 and thought about looking at active campaign as well. Do you recommend if you have a small mailing list that you start with just the cheaper service? Why spend so much more for a product, even if it does a lot, um, if it won't really convert that much for me right now? Is it easy to switch later or should I just go ahead and choose the service that has the most bang and start it now and just continue to build my email list. I also have a second follow-up question. I have a big list of email users, but they're not people who opted in. I have a very, very small opt-in list because we just started collecting email addresses. Is it okay to send an overall email to that huge list I already have, even though they didn't opt in? Is that interruptive? And how should I go about doing it? Thank you so much, Pat. I appreciate everything you do, and I look forward to your answer. Hey, Alexia, thank you so much for the question. Uh, This is a great question because it's kind of split into two. So first, I want to talk about the differences between something like ConvertKit versus something like ActiveCampaign or Infusionsoft. ActiveCampaign and Infusionsoft are kind of go hand in hand in terms of being the more upper level, has all the bells and whistles for automation, that type of thing kind of email service providers. I've used Infusionsoft. I have yet to use or explore Active Campaign, but I've heard they're very similar. So I'm going to comment on that. And then I'm going to talk about this email list that you have and the implications of what would happen if you were to send an email out. Um, I actually uh, got the help from my attorney, Richard, to answer that question. And um, of course, the best way to do it is to, to ask your own professional or your attorney too for your particular situation. Uh, but I do have some advice to share with you from that point of view. Okay, so first of all, Active Campaign versus ConvertKit. So, Active Campaign, Infusionsoft, uh, there's others like Entreport. These are high level email service providers that are much more than just email. They are uh, action based, trigger based email service automation services, essentially, that allow you to really hone in on the automation across your entire business. I would only recommend using those if you have products to sell. I would only recommend using using those if you have products to sell because that's really where the power comes in. You're able to then place people into all these different funnels and based on what they buy, they can buy more things or you can follow up with them. You can have certain triggers and automations such as if somebody purchases something, you could set it up to have it. another third-party company send a postcard to them thanking them for their purchase and all the, all these kinds of things. All three of those, Infusionsoft, ActiveCampaign, and Entreport are – higher level in the sense that it's a little bit harder to use from the get-go. So if you're just starting out, I actually wouldn't recommend using those. Even if you know that that's eventually where you want to go, the most important thing when you're just starting out is to get started. And by far, the easiest email service provider to use is ConvertKit. This is above AWeber, above MailChimp, above Constant Contact. ConvertKit is a company that I am now an advisor uh, for uh, officially, and I'm an advisor because it's just such a great solution for email service, something that I wish was around when I first started. But the cool thing is you can switch email service providers. So you could start on something like ConvertKit. 
begin to start implementing these automation processes. But what's nice about ConvertKit is because it's di designed by Nathan Barry from NathanBarry.com, who is originally a UX or user experience designer. He built this email service provider really to scratch his own itch because he was just not satisfied with, with what was out there. And it was built in a way that's very easy and intuitive to use. So in terms of getting started, it can get you on your feet right away, but it's gonna be a lot more powerful than MailChimp or AWeber in, in the automation that's involved. And it's not nearly as complicated as Infusionsoft or ActiveCampaign. It's essentially, if people do this action, this other action happens. So you're creating triggers, and it's literally you select from a menu. If this happens, et cetera, purchases a product, subscribes to this email list, whatever, this next thing happens. Gets sent an additional email, gets tagged as being tagged as in a particular interest, and then you can have all these uh, tags for your particular email list subscribers, and it just becomes an easier way to manage your your list. So. Definitely, I would start out with ConvertKit, and my affiliate link for that is askpat.com slash ConvertKit if you want to check it out. And uh, it's very economical, very much in the same range as AWeber and MailChimp, too. So let's get on to the second part of the question, which is uh, this list that you have built, uh, which seems like it's fairly large. What do you do, or how can you utilize that list? And basically, the answer is you shouldn't. Uh, because people haven't opted into that list, it's going to be very, very scary to potentially email that list because of the can spam act and not just the ones in the u.s but there's ones in other countries too that have major major legal implications so a few countries like canada i mean you can't even individually email these people because they haven't asked for it i mean it's pretty crazy how strict the canadian anti-spam laws are but they come with definitely super high fees uh even in the u.s some of the fines depending on what you do uh, can be up to $16,000 per email in criminal prosecution. And I don't say this just to scare you, but this is just the truth because uh, this is what's out there and what could potentially happen. Obviously, people abuse these powers and sell lists and buy lists all the time and trade lists and just email them and spam them no matter what. And I don't know exactly what ends up happening with those people, but it's always safer just to make sure that you, when you build a list, have people opt into it, meaning they have given you permission to then send them further emails down the road. Uh, so there's a lot that goes along with this. I asked Richard, my attorney, some other potential solutions. For example, can I send them all one email and just any of those people who say, yes, I'd like to be on this list, they get to go in. If not, then I don't contact them ever. Uh, he said that taking the step doesn't actually change the equation because in opt-in jurisdictions such as Canada, sending that email itself is a violation and the recipient can only opt in if certain disclosures are made and the person affirmatively indicates their acceptance by checking a box or some other mechanism. Uh, so having like a passive statement at the end of this message uh, wouldn't meet this requirement, at least for, for, for Canada. Uh, should one reach out one by one to them and try to get them to opt them from there? Again, this doesn't uh, this would still be considered spam in Canada, for example. Uh, in opt-out countries like the U.S., you would still face issue, issues related to harvesting. Uh, I don't know what that means exactly. Um, mailing people on the list one by one would also be time and resource intensive with most large email systems filtering out your messages as spam. So uh, just basically, I, wouldn't, I would just stay away from it. So however you got that list, I would just say, you know what, let it go. Focus on building your list, list the proper way and then go from there. So if you have any follow-up comments on this, anybody, use the hashtag AskPat576. 
again, better safe than sorry for sure, especially in this online world where there's a lot of rules that we don't even know about sometimes. So it's better to play it safe. Have people opt into your email list and go from there. Alexia, thank you so much for the question. I really appreciate it. We're going to send you an Ask Pat t-shirt for having your question featured here on the show. And for everybody else out there listening, if you have a question that you'd potentially like featured here on the show too, just head on over to askpat.com. You can ask right there on that page. All right, and finally, here's a quote to finish off the day, and this is by Stephen Covey. He said, I'm not a product of my circumstances. I'm a product of my decisions. Cheers, take care, and I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.